Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, you're listening to the Five Minute Talk Show with Phil Iazetta. We're bringing you today's best comedy and entertainment personalities. Now, your host, Phil Iazetta. Joining us on the 5-Minute Talk Show hotline is a gentleman who will be gracing the beautiful Irvine area, the Irvine Improv, this Thursday to Saturday. That's the 18th to 20th. It's a very special event. You've seen them all over the place. From Argo, that great movie with Ben Affleck, which we'll talk about, Mad TV. But I, the first time I got to see you was with Adam Devine. And let me tell you something. That's one of those guys who blew me away. When you see him you know, doing that show he does, Modern Family, but when you see him on stage, it blew me away, Amir. I mean, he's so comfortable as a comic. Were you a little surprised that an actor – well, you're an actor yourself, but he's taken it to another level. Yeah, he's great, man. I'm super talented. I love Adam. Really cool dude. I mean, just the, the guy is just talented, you know, and it just shows no matter what he does, whether it's acting or stand-up. Well, that's why I wanted to bring him up, though, because you, you're cut from the same cloth. I mean, you've been doing it, what, for over 10 years now, stand-up? Yeah, February I hit 10 years, actually, this year. Yes, yeah, so a little over 10 years. Congratulations. So for you, you know, you get a lot of the glory from acting, but the stand-up comedy thing, if it, if it bites you early enough, like it did with Adam, it did it to Robin Williams, it did it with a lot of other great actors, is it something that you see yourself, no matter how successful you get, coming back to? I think I'll be one of those guys that does it till I can't anymore, you know, physically do it. You know what I mean? So those are the guys like, you know, like the, the Rodney Dangerfields and the Priors and all those guys like that, that just work stand-ups to the core, you know, like the Carlins and all that. I think that's that's the type of type of person I am. I mean, I just love it so much. You know, it's like if I go a couple of days without doing stand-up, I feel like I'm missing something. You know, that's so refreshing to hear because a lot of people just want to go up and use comedy as a vehicle for something else. You mentioned guys who... You know, you just you rattled off some names there that are on my Mount Rushmore of comedy. Talk to me about when you were younger and, and watching those guys, because those are guys, you're a little younger than me, so you had to start at a very early age watching comedy to be a, a fan of those guys. You know what's crazy is, like, I, I did, you know, my first experience with comedy, because, you know, I'm, I, I was born in Iran, and I came to the States right. when I was, you know, five years old. But, you know, in my family, we didn't have, like, it's not like my dad I sat down and watched stand-up with my dad or anything. I got, like, introduced kind of with the sketch shows, you know, in, in the beginning. Like, In Living Color was huge for me. Like, uh, the Martin Lawrence show was a really big one, big influence for me. But, like, you know, those guys that did, like, big characters and stuff like that, like the Jim Carrey's and, and whatnot. Then later on, I kind of got into, like, you know, Pryor and Carlin and Rodney Dangerfield, you know. But, um, yeah, I mean, big time, like, just I saw and I saw watching them that, that you know, stand-up could definitely be, a, like, a career. When you first started in stand-up, though, and, and first went on stage, were you worried more about, you know, people? Because, you know, let me tell you, you were pretty much born here. I mean, you were born in Iran, but for all intents and purposes, I mean, you're an American because you were raised in SoCal since you were five. So, I mean, yeah, I <laughs> that makes... feel American. Yeah, it's not, I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't ever, like, you know, uh, ignore my roots or anything like that. But sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I, you're I, you're fully Americanized. Like myself, I mean, my, my whole family is Italian. I mean, they're fresh off the boat Italian. And so, <laughs> you know, we have some relatives who don't even speak the language, uh, this language, wow. that is. So, you know, for you, w was it important to you not only to keep the heritage, but to show people, hey, you know, I'm American, 
Iranian people are the same as American people because I think there's a stigma. You know, if people don't grow up around people that are Persian, they all they see is what's on TV, and that's a horrible stereotype for people to have. I, to- I totally agree with you, and I think it's important for guys like you know me, uh, you know, or Maz Jobrani, who I kind of toured with for a while, to show people that like, hey, we're just like you know anybody else, you know, and like like Iranian people aren't crazy, you know, just maybe if. You know, like, if you watch the news, you'll just see the worst worst bits of it, or like, you know, they're talking about the Islamic regime or whatever it is, and this gets, you know, a bad connotation with, with, you know, the word Iran or even people that are from Iran. So I think it's important for us to do what we do to show that, like, yeah, we're just like everybody else, and we like to laugh and we have fun too, you know? Yeah, and, and Maz, in my opinion, one of the best out there doing it. I mean, you talk about consummate professionals. He Everything from his timing to his, his content just really polished and a great guy to learn from, I'm sure. Now, when, when you mention that, when anyone mentions to you about, you know, all the stuff they see on TV, all you have to do, uh, Amir, is just go, hey, wait, what about Florida? You know? I think that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. For so, I mean, it's the craziest story. I mean, if you were to say, like, oh, if you thought everybody from, you know, if you looked at all the crazy headlines that come out of Florida – um, and that was your perception of the of all Americans. Then you'd obviously have a skewed perception of America. So like that's that's what you know we're trying to change. <laughs> yes, and, and I mean there's good people, favor, and, and, you know, but then there's there's other guys eating people's faces and you know that's <laughs> mess or whatever they're doing. <laughs> hey, I'm just born in Miami, so I really shouldn't talk. Amir Kays, the voice you're listening to, five minute talk show. If you have the ability to go to Irvine this weekend, I am telling you this guy worth the price of admission i rarely say that but what you did in argo the mad tv reboot last comic standing i don't feel like you really had your chance to shine but out of those big tv name things because you've done a lot of them now what was the one thing you had the most people come up to you and say hey i saw you there was it last comic standing you know what's what's funny is last comic standing did have a little bit of push for me like ticket wise and, um, I mean, when the show was on, but nowadays there's so much content on, you know, you can watch so many different things that I think if you're not on the air all the time, it's, it's you know, out of sight, out of mind. So people forget. Right. So with anything, I mean, you know, I did an MTV show called Jerks with Cameras. That was yes. like, while that was airing, I was, you know, I'd get recognized from that or people would start coming to shows from that. But like I said, if it's not consistently on or you're not, you know, in front of their face all the time, they kind of forget. They go, how do I know this guy? Where is he from? You know? Oh, Same yeah. with, with Mad TV. Yeah, because you have that face. I mean, where people are like, wait a minute, I know that guy. And, and yeah. you know, people have to start connecting. He's an actor and a comic. So I want people to, to, to let that sit in, that you were in Argo, and, and you were working with possibly one of the best casts assembled that year. I mean, the time that you spent on set with people like Ben Affleck and, and uh, Brian Cranston and the like – did you have to pinch yourself and just go, wait a minute? <laughs> well, I did, I did, especially because it was like, you know, my first acting thing that I booked. So it was just such like, you know, to go from not having any acting work under my belt to like a multi-million dollar budget. And even I was only on set for a couple of days, but it's like even that time was like, it was kind of like, you know, I was like, holy crap, this is, you know, this is pretty nuts. You know, like watching everybody work and how professional everybody was and how the whole production, you know, went down. It was just like a, a really interesting experience for me to see. And as a stand-up, just to be there with these incredible actors, it was right. kind of threw me away a little bit. But it, it was kind of cool, you know, to to have that. And and you know, like you said, it was it was an incredible cast. I mean, we actually won ensemble cast uh, SAG award for that, so that was pretty cool. 
And just to be a part of that was uh, very, very neat. I thought for, you know, one of my first acting roles. Neat? I'd say you definitely exceeded all expectations. I mean, winning a SAG award your first time out, it's pretty impressive. I, I mean, but it is like, I feel like, <laughs> I don't know if I, I deserved it all the way, but I, you know, I was there. <laughs> yes, you do. You were the passport official, damn it, Amir. I mean, come on. <laughs> that was a very pivotal you're yeah. No, but I get text. I would get texts all the time from people that were like, "Dude, I just saw you in Argo. What the hell are you doing? You know, what are you doing in this movie?" Like, I just started the people, you know, because it's a very like, you know, high tension scene. Oh, yeah. And then I pop up, and people are like, well, you know, they they know me from stand up or something, so they're like cracking up in the theater. It's time for Bob Zaney in this week's Zaney Report. It's now time for the Zany Report, brought to you by BobZany.com. This week, catch me in Las Vegas at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club at the MGM Grand Hotel and Casino. And speaking of Vegas, residents can now settle parking tickets with school supplies. Ironically, the most fines have been paid with rulers and number two pencils. Honda has come out with a lawnmower that can go up to 150 miles per hour. They are very popular with gardeners who have been spotted by ICE agents. And let's end on some good news and some bad news. Here's the bad news. Fresno High School students have the worst English SAT scores in California. The good news, they scored a perfect 800 in meth. And there you have it. I'm on the Twitter, at Bob Zaney. Zaney Bob on the Instagram. Until next week, this is Bob Zaney. Bye, bye. And welcome back to the 5-Minute Talk Show. That's a sign of things to come. I want to see the more dramatic stuff. I haven't seen the pyramid yet, so don't tell me about that one. I got to oh, watch that because, oh, because I I, that's something. Else. <laughs> Wait a minute, that sounds a little loaded, but I'm not going to put you on the spot there. No, no it's a fun movie. It's a horror movie, you know, from the guys that did Hills Have Eyes. So that was that was another cool experience. I got to be in Morocco and. Uh, you know, and, and really get my chops, acting chops that way. And that was another, you know, a thing that I wasn't used to. It wasn't a comedy, you know, so it was fun to get out of, get out of my head and just do something different. Well, speaking of having fun, though, Ben Affleck all over the place here in Vegas. We've heard stories of him loving gambling and poker, and I don't think he's ever allowed back in the Hard Rock anymore. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know the backstory, but I've heard some crazy stories. I don't know. Yeah, was what was he like? Because he seems like one of those guys in Hollywood that's probably the most un-Hollywood guy out there. I mean, he was a very cool guy when I was, you know, when I, in the dealings that I had with him. I mean, you know, we I auditioned for him for like, you know, a 45-minute thing before uh, to, to get the role for Argo. But I didn't get the role that I auditioned for. But he, he's like, I like you. I'll find you something. And he did, which was really cool. And, you know, to watch him uh, direct on set was pretty interesting to see. You know how you'd have a stand-in and then he'd watch. He'd go, you know, see what the frame looks like on the cameras. And then he'd step in and then do the scene like a pro. So that's pretty much all I know about him. I mean, we certainly didn't have any, like, you know, buddy-buddy conversations or anything like that to where I'd get insight on a gambling problem, right? <laughs> you yeah, know? I don't think you need any directions on how to gamble from him and the counting cards thing. That's frowned upon a little bit. But, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Amir, let me tell you, just the fact that he knows your name, Ben Affleck knows your name, and found a place in one of his movies for you, that's good enough for me. So if people want to check you out, it's AmirComedy.com. Again, Irvine Improv this weekend. But if people can't make it out to California, the best place to look is AmirComedy.com. 
That's it. I put everything yeah. on there. I put all my tour dates up there. Yeah, if I'm coming to your city, I'd love to see you at a show. It's, it's, uh, you know, I think it's the best job in the world, as you know, Phil. I mean, you interview comics all the time. I, 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 I've listened to your show before. Oh, thank you. Well, let I me did. Tell you. you had Jeff Guy on. You had Henry Phillips, yep. my buddy. Oh, oh, I love Henry Phillips and Jeff Guy. To me, one of those one of those names people need to know, just like yours. And that's why people need to go and check out AmirComedy.com. And you need to send your CDs over to iHeartRadio so we can start playing you and get you. That's one thing. That's one thing I need to do. I need to get get on recording an album. I haven't done that. Yes, I know. Get on it. Tell Moz. He'll produce it for you. <laughs> I know. And then I, I'll, you're the first place I'll send it to. That's for sure. Thank you. Thank you. And we'll, and I'll send it to Sirius because those guys have a lot of listeners too. Amir, thank you so much for the time. Anytime you're in Vegas, we'd love to see you. You're the man. I should be there soon. I think I have some dates coming up. We'll get together. You've been listening to the 5-Minute Talk Show. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and keep listening at 5MinuteTalkShow.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.